Hey y'all, this is Liam. And it's Jen. And we're so glad you've joined us for an episode of the limited podcast series, Unlimited Time Magic with Jen and Liam. A place where we have honest, raw, unhinged, usually sober conversations about Disney, travel, and just life. Now, I know you're a little spooked, you're a little scared, but don't be afraid to follow us on Instagram at at Unlimited Time Magic. And you know what would really help? Go ahead and give us a rating on the Apple Podcast app if you like what you hear. If you don't like it, don't worry. You've got a busy life. No reason to take the time. But if you love it, go ahead and go on there. Give us a rating. It helps us a lot. Now sit down, buckle your seatbelts, put your arms up and relax. Oh, and y'all, if you've been ever afraid that the magic is like dead inside, remember that the magic's you. Enjoy the episode, y'all. I'm I'm gonna start crying right oh, now. Oh my god, Jen, <laughs> get it together. <laughs> Hi, my name is Liam. And I'm Jen. And this is a season one finale. Yeah, it's like last day of school, Liam. I mean school out for summer. Y'all welcome to the season one finale of Unlimited Time Magic. Y'all, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how we got here. I feel like this has been like a, a, a time travel situation because I, I don't understand, time is weird anyway, right? Like right. quick Doctor Who reference, like timey-wimey, like it makes no sense to me anyway, but then, right. This has been so much fun and bringing you guys along on the journey has just so exceeded both of our expectations. I don't know. It's just, it's just been right. I want to give this week a pat on the back because I worked pretty much last week. I took a day off, but I worked like 22 days in a row straight. And this week I respected my little work boundaries and I, I took a full weekend I am in the middle of the full weekend. Um, and it you was just need like, that. When I was in retail, we would only get like one day off. And as the manager who made the schedule, I got on there in Kronos and I told them that I, everybody that was full-time once every three months was going to get an actual weekend because I thought it was inhumane to only give people one day off. You can't, you oh, need yeah. like a day to get your crap done and then a day to actually relax like I yeah the no. one day off at a time is for the birds it's true it's true so I respected my boundaries I I encourage anyone listening right now to like go sit by a dang pool girl I have expressed to Jen yesterday my car okay so I've named my car uh Samson like mm. the horse in Sleeping Beauty mm -hmm. it's this little black Mini Cooper two-door she's a cute moment Samson my car the Mini Cooper is I got very lucky because at one point we all know that you couldn't buy a used car. And sadly, I have racked up now two, two bills in the last four months that have been north of $700 and not great. So I, that's how I spent my day off yesterday. <laughs> however, 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 I still chose to buy Disney merch that I did not need. However, I mean I'll, I'll get it really quick. Wait, where is it? Oh yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow. That's beautiful. There's oh, nothing, you know, it is the you, moment she's well, well let me guess how much that was. Was that $17.99? No, it was $14.99. Not bad. 
I mean, if you're gonna if if you're gonna buy yourself a little something something, that's that's not the worst. It's true. And I bought a fan, uh, Fantasia Mickey, like Sorcerer Mickey, and yeah. I'm gonna my my friend Clarissa because at one point I was like my all my doors are kind of like slanted in a weird way that they won't uh they'll like uh they'll close essentially they'll close themselves. Right. And so uh, I was like, I should really get like a weight for my bedroom because I'm right. always constantly in and out. And so I was going to buy one at Disney, but it was like $45. And Clarissa was like, how about you just buy a stuffed animal and I will make you one. And I nice. was like, so she's incredible. And I dropped Mickey off with her and I will receive it back as a weight. But how was your week? What did you do? Uh, we didn't talk that much this week. So I don't know what you're doing. Uh that's a really good question. And I did not come prepared with an answer. So I guess really, cause I got back from my trip on Friday, we recorded last Friday. This week has just been super focused on like work, getting back into routine, all of the, I don't know, like trying to get my house in order. I traveled a ton over a really short period of time. And now I have like six weeks. Well, now I only have five weeks, but I have a little bit of a break in between travel. And we've talked about this. I am such a routine junkie. Like I love my routine. I love travel, but when I'm home and I like get into the rhythm of my daily life, oh my gosh. And it's flipping boiling here. Like the earth is on fire. I mean, literally. This will crack you up. Okay. I do have a fun story. See, even when I don't come prepared with a fun story, She's I always have a so fun humorous. story. So I have to get my days going really fast because I have to get the dogs out to walk. It, I used to take them out like once the sun started going down, but even now it's like still 91 still degrees and yeah. it's just too hot for them. So like, we've started doing laps around the downstairs of my house. And I was singing yesterday, this song that I made up, which don't ask me to repeat it. Cause you know, I would, if I could remember it, but, um, my son was cracking up because it was like a little parade because they'll follow me no matter what I do. All three dogs will follow me. So we did like 15 times around. And then I reversed direction because I was getting dizzy and we just walked all the way around the downstairs and everyone was acting like really antsy. And then we went for our little indoor laps. It was like mall walking, you know, the speed walkers in the mall. Um, on also a really good work front, I won't go into too much detail, but I've recently been recommended for something at work. Uh, not specifically at Everest, but um, that if any of our listeners become cast members at one point, you will have to go through me. Um, and it's a really exciting role that would be on addition to Everest, so I wouldn't be leaving Everest, but right. um, it's really exciting. So if I get it, I mean, it's just cool that I'm up for it. So even if I don't get wow. it, it's still really cool. And that's amazing. And uh, wait, we didn't even discuss this. So what is, what are your, uh, are there any exciting theme park plans in the summer? I know that Jen and I are seeing each other in the fall. Yeah. Um, how, oh, wait, we would have announced it by now. We would have announced what? We're coming back for season two. Yeah. Hey, we that's called burying the lead. <laughs> Double it out. On Friday, we are announcing that we're back for season two. Y'all, yeah. we'll talk about this much later in the episode, but when we were discussing it, we pretty much, I think halfway through, unspokenly, both Jen and I were like, great. So that's just something for season two. Like right. Jen was like, set an idea. And she was like, that's for season two. I'm not worried about it. Knowing full well that right. we have a respectful conversation. Be like, great. Is this an option for us? Uh, however, the emotion, the real reason, yes, we're hopefully going to make money off <laughs> of this show. That'd be a good job. Right. Um, please join our Patreon for season two. That's also right. a thing that's going to happen. So be right. excited about that. Um, another opportunity to connect with you guys. But 
um, the emotional response from this show after the very first episode, I was out of commission for like a week. I, it just was so profound and so special and y'all's articulate raw emotions when it comes to communicating and messaging us on Instagram was like, it did not go unseen. I'd send Jen some messages that we got and that wasn't even all of them. And Jen was like, and it's, it's Jen LaForge TM. So it was like, of course people are connected to us. But yeah. I know Jen was secretly like, that's crazy. Like, that's- Yeah, except for I wasn't though, because my audience, which this will change, I think, as we move into season two. But for now, for season one, the majority of the people, I mean, Liam, I'm not, I'm not discounting your audience and people that love Liam, but just as someone who's hey, been in the mom, game. Yeah, no, mom, mom, don't replay. It's a replay button. Sorry, what were you so, saying? As so, I've just been in the game a little longer than you have. It's all. your business. And, and I have it's built your a, a big, and, and I have said it before. I, you will hear me say it forever. I have curated the most, just the highest and best human beings. It is such a diverse group. It is such a intelligent um, and intelligent group. It's filled with just authenticity. And um, I adore the people that follow me on all the things, right? I don't even like the word followers. That feels like I'm a cult leader, which I hate that. So more like- I mean, what, if the shoe fits. No, 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 no. It's a community. So I'm, I'm thrilled, but I am not surprised because this is the kind of openness that I have had from this community all along. And we have right. picked up some new people for sure. But it's like, I feel like you, what is that? You um, attract- what you, oh, come on, what's that? You attract what thing? you put out into the world? Yeah, but there's another way to put it. Like whatever you put out into the world is what you attract back. And on, yeah. that is 100% what we have seen to be true. Um, but I'm excited. We've already got, I don't know. I think we brainstormed already like six ideas for episode two that we're excited about. There'll be more guests coming on. Um, so yeah, it's, it's gonna be amazing. I'm excited for you guys to join in on all the fun. And have we announced like the date? of when we're coming back. Do we even know the date? We I mean, we know do. that it's early fall. We okay. do, we do, we do. All I can say is that uh, it's going to be a, a, a not so scary episode. I do, I do, I do. You got me helpless. I also, before we move into this episode, I want to have a moment of thankfulness for you uh, because from the get-go, y'all, I I was a fan of Jen, and it just came from a very genuine and real place of, of and I always tell Jen this, I was like, I want to make sure she feels, and she feels seen, and she feels respected, because the type of, commu- you know, the type of connection we have will be the base of our show, and our show should be something that we do together, not something that controls us and controls our relationship. We know that if we ended season one, that nothing absolutely nothing would have changed really I was like it would have been sad because we wouldn't I think talk as frequently as maybe we would because of the show however we the connection would always still be there um and what she said about leading a group of people that are just so genuine so raw and real and joyful um and it comes from it comes from Jen it doesn't come from me it doesn't come I just saw however joined the train and said let me let me work for you essentially let's create something together and it's just been such a, a blessing over the last few weeks. And you guys have been so great. Well, um, first of all, you're 
that was beautiful. Now, ma'am, seriously, this has been, um, just fun. Not, not, you know, I don't want you guys to think that it's all, we were just talking about that before we started recording, that anything you do like this, there's the fun part that y'all see. And then there's all the behind the scenes stuff that is actually quite a bit of work that neither one of us particularly loves, but I love doing it with my friend. And I have been so isolated for the last four years doing the job that I do, which for the most part, I love. I love, you know, running my own ship. I worked for other people for a quarter of a century, for God's sake. I mean, I love that piece of it, but you miss coworkers and you miss, especially as a creative, you miss having someone to just like bounce ideas off of that you feel safe with, that you can have like a blue sky brainstorming session, little Disney reference there for you. Um, cause you know, that's what they call it. The blue sky. And when you, when you, anything is possible, when you could just dream, whatever, if you can and, dream it, you can do it. Well, and I feel safe doing that with Liam. And I think that feeling safe was kind of our guiding thing with our friendship. And then was the guiding thing we wanted to do with the podcast. And I really feel like we have lived that out. We've been true to what we set out to do. So I am also grateful for you, my friend. So thank oh. you for that. Y'all, this episode is going to be nothing but fun. Um, this is literally, Jen and I have created, well, it's, it's weird, Jen. I, I got this, this voicemail. I don't know if you, do you want to listen to it? Oh my God, I would love to. What, what, what is it? It's just this weird, weird voicemail. Let me play it for you. Okay, okay. Jen, Liam, it's me, Joel Dreamfinder Smith, live here in Burbank, California. Ha <laughs> ha, the sun. Anyways, congratulations on your season one. Gonna send you unlimited resources to build your own Disney dream vacation. It's like DVC, but worth it. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> See you on Main Street. What? This is unheard of. This what? Incredible. I don't know, listeners, I don't know if you really heard that, but both Jen and I have been, I'm not going to say I deserve every single bit of this, but I do. Um, we got unlimited resources to build, build our dream Disney vacations. Wow. Incredible. Wow. Wow. Incredible. So we thought we'd like sit down with you, our listeners and right. build our dream vacations. Right. This is, this is a bit, by the way, everyone, we didn't really, we don't really have any money to do it. If we had enough money to do this, we wouldn't be doing this. Show. Just we would be down there. We would, we would be down there right now. Jen, do you want to finish, start us off here? Hey guys, it's me, Jen. Are you loving this episode of Unlimited Time Magic? I totally agree with you. It's great, but it could use just a little something. And you can provide that little bit of help that we need to make these podcasts the best that they can be. Just go ahead and head over to our tip jar. Remember, a little goes a long way in helping us produce better episodes for you. Links can be found down in the description or in our link tree on Instagram. See you on Main Street. Okay, so when Liam played the voicemail for me from this anonymous Disney executive, <laughs> let's make his name Joel Smith. <laughs> Joel Dreamfinder Smith. Um, so... I thought about it a lot and I thought about all the things, right? When would I go? Who would I want to be on the trip with me? What would I want it to look like? 
I, I actually, because I am this big of a nerd, this is no lie. I was watching like online room tours. Cause I was like, okay, I, I, I figure out who I want to go. Like, who's going to be the actual people. Hey, you never know. Maybe we're setting an intention right now. I, I don't know. I don't make the rules. May the um, gods be ever in your favor. Samantha now, Brown. Where this will be awkward is if Liam has like planned his trip with me because I planned my trip with my family. So it will be. I did me. mine alone. So I didn't okay. even think of anybody. So, what if you were like, of course, I would be taking Jen with me said, on my trip. Oops. <laughs> but you're involved. You're involved. So I'm, um, where we would stay. And, and this is something that I don't, I might have enough points to do. Now I probably don't. So I, this is this is could actually happen this trip, but I would need to buy some more DVC points if this was actually going to happen. First of all, let's talk about who. Should we do that first? Who would go with me? And it would be my lovely family. My husband, Scott, who is not involved in anything that I do on camera or on air, but is ever present in my life. I absolutely adore him. So he's going. And then my three sons, William, Matthew, and John. So they are 25, 22, and 22. I have all boys, for those of you who don't know. Now, they have not been wanting to go to Disney the last couple of years. Um, they are all three of them mad at Disney for capitalism, hashtag capitalism reasons, nothing to do with anything else, but they're, they're struggling with the industrial complex, if you will. Is that the word we want to use? Yeah. That's smarter than me, so yeah. <laughs> Um, and I mean, we're all aware, right? Like this is not, um, it's not a crazy idea, but no. they have said that they certainly don't want to go as often, but I'm really trying to get them to go again to do another big family trip. So um, because they're not as big of fans as I am, we'll be limiting this to a five night trip, understanding they may only stay four nights of the five nights. And I want to stay in a grand villa at... Disney's Riviera Resort. <gasps> this is where yeah. for the season one finale, you surprised me with its stay at Riviera. Yeah. Yay, yeah. us. Liam, I promise you that anytime I am staying at the Riviera, you are welcome to stay meet outside. me for coffee. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome to look in a window. So five nights. I want to do um, two VIP tour days. Now I've talked a lot on my channel about VIP tours. I have done five VIP tours at this point, which I recognize is obnoxious, but the one that I did with my sons, Scott was not able to be part of. And the VIP tours, if you think they're relaxing, they're not like they are, you're going the whole time. But if you did two VIP tour days, you could literally do everything. It's certainly all of the headliners, right? In all four parks in two VIP tour days. So that way, like, I wouldn't have to worry about Genie Plus. We wouldn't have to worry about anything. Everything we would be able to ride. Cosmic Rewind, Rise of Resistance. No worries about getting boarding groups or any of that kind of nonsense, right? right. So um, my friend Shane is my tour guide. He is the person I will always use when I do a VIP tour. I just adore him. One of the VIP tours I did, someone else planned. So, um, and Shane was like, hi. I was like, I didn't plan it. It's not my fault, but we will do that. Also, if you ever want to know about tipping for VIP tours, ask me because you need to tip a lot more than you think you do. Okay. So we'll do two days of VIP tours. Um, the rest of the days 
will be pretty chill. Like we'll probably do four park days, definitely going to do park hopper because there's restaurants that we're going to want to eat at right time of year. I, I was really debating and Liam, I would love your opinion on this. I do love all the Christmas decorations, but I also love not, I love Disney, not holiday. So I want to ask your opinion. If we're going to, if, if we want decent weather, so no, none of the boiling hot months. So none of the months that end in R, I'm just kidding. Um, we want decent weather um, and I want normal time. So I don't want um, holiday music. Which month would you choose? February. And I don't want crazy crowds. February? Yep. I was okay. always really lucky as a kid because my birthday landed in, lands in February. So uh, it is the park months. Disney has been very strategic and smart to where when it is not holiday season, it is convention season. There really isn't a downtime. However, those peak seasons where it gets super, super crowded just from people vacationing it dies down a lot between February. But then the minute you get into March, you get into spring break. Right. Um, and spring break is not a week. It is eight weeks at Disney. Wow. Okay. So I yeah, recommend February. Like Texas... The weather is beautiful and well, and, and it, it can be a little cooler, but generally it's still, you know, that's one thing for those of y'all that have, because I do talk about how Florida can get very cold and, but even yeah. when it does, it's usually a cold front, which means yeah. it's like two days. It's not typically not going to be the entire week of your vacation that it's going to be really, really cold. Um, okay. So, so let's go with February. That's, that's a really good call. So do you want to hear, um, my where would we, we would eat and then my big event that would include you yes my own personal show and it's and really funny that you said february because our wedding anniversary is february 10th <gasps> and i would love to do this for our we will be married 33 years this february and i would love to do it at our 35th like i'd love to do this whole trip for our 35th anniversary so the places we would eat that we, we don't have a ton of like must do restaurants, but we do have a few and they're, they might surprise everybody. Um, beer garden is one of our must eat restaurants. Um, I first ate at beer garden in 1977, 78, 1978 with my dad, very sentimental for me, very big deal that we go to beer garden. Um, steakhouse 71 is on the list as you know, because we love it. Um, sci-fi is on our list for lunch. Yeah. Might have to do that on our VIP tour day because that's such a hard reservation to get. But if we do it on our VIP tour day, then we'll know for sure that we can we get should the do that. I haven't done that restaurant since I was a kid. Oh my gosh. And my kids, and because there's five of us, we get our own car, obviously every time. And my kids just absolutely, like we all know almost all the words to all of the, the things that play and the guy that gets yeah. the hypodermic and the whole, I mean, you know, we just we love it. Incredible. Uh, yeah. And then I want to do our 35th anniversary party with our friends. So obviously you would be invited. Brooke and Tommy would be invited. I would see if Coral could come, if Sarah could come, like all of my Disney loving friends. And I want to do a dinner at Ale and Compass in their private dining room, which is just a beautiful space. It's not huge, but it's very pretty and it's not crazy expensive right. but we can rent that out and we could do a you know like a party of 15 people and have a really lovely little dinner and then we could all go walk out on the boardwalk and then go to jelly rolls after and that would just be really fun does that sound like a good week 
That sounds like an incredible week. And I would ask Dr. Sarah Merrill, got to bring it back to her. Yeah, always. To be my date. Yes, <laughs> she would love that. And, and so weather is a very big deal to me when I plan a Disney trip. We don't yeah. do heat. Like I had a May trip this year and I have like one day in September. Um, but it, it's funny too, Liam, because I think because we live in Atlanta, which is extremely close to Orlando temperatures, not quite as warm, but it's close enough. Same level of humidity. Yes. That we know exactly how miserable it is. So we have absolutely no desire to vacation in Orlando at all in the summer. As right. soon as our kids were no longer a consideration with like summer breaks, we were like done and done. We never have to go there. June can be okay. Um, particularly though, second half of June, July, August, September, I'm out on all that. No. I, and there's, there's just something special about feeling your darkness in, uh, in August. You know what I mean? There's yes. something special about sitting at Expedition Everest just wet and you're like I feel like I've been on a water ride yeah uh, and it's revolting but we all do it well we and not, and, and also when you go on the summer for vacation you go and you say never again and, and it's kind of like women in labor and then like you're talking about doing it again in like a month you're like we should plan another trip in July and, and it's the knife and just sticks yeah. it in their back and it, it's just not to be believed how miserable it can be and it's one thing I mean, obviously, Liam, it's your job, right? And you you are more power to you. How have crowds been? This is off Dead. topic. Really hasn't mm -hmm. been crowded at all. Nope. I mean, again, Animal Kingdom is a very, I think when Walt Disney and just the Disney company built Animal Kingdom and built studios, they specifically built them as half-day parks, right? And of course, Disney is currently trying to restructure that thought process and make them full-day parks. Um, Studios has been quite busy. However, Animal Kingdom, we still, our peak is like 10 a.m. till about 4.30, 5 o'clock. And by 6 o'clock, we're pretty much a walk-on. So, I think Animal Kingdom at night in the summer is, is probably the, like, if they were smart, they would sell like an annual pass that was just for Animal Kingdom at night. <laughs> no, I, I mean, before pre-pandemic, they of course were trying to make like the night safari a thing. And they, I mean, there was a time where Animal Kingdom was closing at 10. Like yeah, I know because I was there a few times. I loved it. And it's beautiful and it's not yeah. very crowded and not very busy. And I always tell people like, if you, especially if you got kids, come at the beginning of the morning, do all the animal stuff, do all do the shows now that Finding Nemo is back, do Nemo, do folk, um, and then leave, leave, yep. go back to your resort, rest, come back about 5, 30, 6 o'clock. It's cooler, less crowds. And within the last like hour of park operation, waiting for flight of passage, because whatever the time is, it'll probably be a little bit less. And, and they're going to let you on no matter what. And it's Correct. nighttime. So as, as long as you feel cool queue, it's eight so, o'clock. So it's yeah. like, if you're comfortable being awake and waiting at eight o'clock, which most likely if you have a kid above the age of seven or eight, you're pretty much okay. Like you're good. I love that. Hey, are you ready for <laughs> Yes. Uh, let's talk. About, that's enough about me. What about you? Enough what do you think you. about me? Jen, let's talk about your. Close your eyes, Jen. Okay. Closed. It is a misty December in California. Oh, you, are we going to the West Coast? We are. <gasps> you feel some darkness inside, but that's normal. That's LA, baby. 
That's jelly, baby. You hear a voice in the distance. It's Danny DeVito. That's jelly, baby. (laughs) Obviously, my dream vacation is going to be at Disneyland. I am spending a crispy three days. People are always like, that's not a lot of time. I said, but that's the whole point. You need to cherish every single moment. So three days, people. Jen, where am I staying? What do you where do you think I'm staying, Jen? This is a place I've never stayed before. Oh. Have you never stayed at the Disneyland Hotel? I, no, you I, have stayed I always, there. I always stay. Okay, there. so oh, what, at the Grand Californian? Is that where Correct. you're staying? Yeah. Correct. I love the Wilderness Lodge in Florida. Like, I mm-hmm. love it. It's my favorite deluxe. Is that a deluxe resort? That's a mm-hmm. deluxe resort, right? It is, it my is. My favorite deluxe resort. I love Whispering Canyon. I love the shopping at the Mercantile. Um... Big, big fan. And so the, the Grand totem, California, the totem pole, to- that totem pole is so cute. And the like the springs Oh, I, for season two, y'all. Now we can talk about season two openly. We're doing a resorts episode at some point. We might do a resort series because I can talk for hours about specific resorts. And frankly, we might, oh, same. Same. So we might go down that route. Um, yeah. However, the Grand Californian has the same attributes of why I love the Wilderness Lodge, yes. but it's a little higher end. It's a little more like, it is a little more Grand Floridian for California. Um, and so I've never stayed in a room there, but I love being so close to DCA, big DCA fan. Um, I, I, I feel like just three days will make me appreciate every single moment. Okay. Yep. So, um, we're going in early crispy December, like right after Thanksgiving that weekend. Nice. So the weather. Yeah. It's going to be incredible, but specifically yeah. I want to go to Mickey's Christmas party at Disneyland. Yeah. Because whenever, y'all, first off, every single time I'm like, oh, they're in holiday party season. That's so fun. It lasts two days over there. It's literally like two days. And the characters, Jen, at this damn party, you got Hans. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You got Oaken. And you're like, who are you people? Like, what? Where's the lesbian with the ice powers? Yeah. Yeah, she, she's not around as much as you'd think. And it, it's very, you know, the thing that people don't understand about Disneyland is the character, and we've talked about this before, but not only the character interactions, but like the whole character scene is 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 next level. You can't even- So genuine. Yeah. It is so, so, so genuine. So that very first night, Jen, is yeah. probably just going to be a Disneyland night, not a Christmas party in my dream scenario. I love flying in that morning and going in that night. I'm going to go into this experience knowing that I'm using my ID to get in. So I can do whatever I want. Um, Beautiful evening. I want to end the evening dancing with Aurora by the Snow White Well. Okay, we're about to go full TikTok viral moment. And with her consent, we're going to dance. Okay, it's all about dancing the dance. And I just love her very much. Do you know that those figurines were supposed to be scaled? Snow White was supposed to be bigger than the dwarfs. And when they got them in all the way from Italy and they paid all this money for them, they had made the dwarfs the same size as Snow White. So that's why when you go, she's at the top and the dwarfs are Jen, come on, Disney facts. Because that was how they made the perspective look like Snow White was taller than the dwarfs. So they literally built the fountain that way because when they They got the figurines, they were wrong. And they had to. They had to do what they had to do. 
Um, scrappy Imagineers. Scrappy, but I love Aurora and I love that little section. Fun fact, I was in callbacks at one point for the Royal Court show next to the castle and they finished, I finished the, I didn't even actually continue in the process because they were like, are you a local? And I'm like, and they were like, yeah. This is this is for a sub, which means that I'm not there all the time. I'm there. You know, like, it would like, wait, hi, this is Orange County. You cannot afford to live here. And I literally just said, a sub. Oh, I thought it was Orange County, Florida. Oh, I messed that Shoot. one up. Shoot. I should really get a map. Um, so yeah, that first night is all about just the the aura, the energy, the aurora, the aura of just really being. Really, I call it like waltz footsteps of just being in the park. I like dressing cute. I love, because you can in California, you can dress cute. You can go to the parks. If you want to dress up, you can dress up. If you don't want to dress up, you don't want to dress up. It's all good. It's a theme park, but it happens yep. to be in beautiful weather. And I love that 19, 1960s aesthetic of like Saving Mr. Banks, like that movie. What an incredible, aesthetically pleasing film. Um, and that's kind of the vibe in the world I always want to live in. So that very first night, I wouldn't be surprised if I like did a change moment, a quick change moment and got into the pox. Where are you eating on that first night? I always go uh, to the New Orleans Square. I always go to the yeah. cafe just because nice. it's Blue Bayou. I uh, no, Blue, if Blue Bayou was a choice. I'll just click Blue Bayou. Well, I mean, we're, this, is, this trip is being paid for by Joel Smith, Disney executive. Joel, TM, so Joel Dreamfinder Smith. Joel Dreamfinder uh, Smith. So I feel like, well, no, 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 no. As long as that's actually happening, we're going to eat at the um, the cafe, whatever. The, not at Club Thirty Three, but at the private dining that's above. It's oh. where the you know what I'm talking about. It's, Are you it's, suddenly invited? Oh yeah, yeah. Jen goes and suddenly I'm at Disneyland and Jen shows up. <laughs> well, if I happen to be there at the same time, hey, you were at my trip. Come on now, just it's for the true. one Jen thing. is now there. Originally, I was going to coupon myself because I <laughs> um, But there, I always make sure, I'm, I'll probably do that the very first night is having an alone moment. I always yeah. have an alone moment because I like to settle myself in the reason I do what I do. Yep. And being a cast member, feeling I truly do, I don't feel a really specific connection to Walt, but what Walt created and the um, the playground of imagination and yep. caring for one another is the line of business that I do. Yep. And was when I was an actor and when I what I'm doing now, I am in the business of taking care of people. Um, and that very first night, I like to have a moment to anchor me into my second day, but either New Orleans Cafe or maybe Blue Bayou, depending on how I'm feeling, um, or that secret dining that Jen's going to take me to, Kingdom yeah, yeah. Keeper style, baby. Yeah, yeah. Um, the second day, DCA. I'm dressing up as Agatha from the uh, from the. I want what era do I want to go with? I want to do '90s Agatha, like leg warmers and leggings, doing a full that's a, on. That's a deep take too. Like you would, you might have to have like little business cards explaining who you're dressed up. Hey, hon. <laughs> That's I all I have to do is that. They're like, who you dressed up as? Hey, hon. That's the episode. Is that the episode where she kills the um, the dog? Is yes. that the episode? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. full house. Yeah. Section. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, oh, what was my favorite moment? It's like, it's lavender. It really <laughs> settles the kids. We did not deserve that. We really didn't deserve that performance. However, I'm going to spend my day in Marvel uh, Marvel's Avengers Campus. 
I think that land is so fun. I'm going to eat lunch uh, over at the lab. Just really fun, adventurous food. I'm a very big fan of Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. Yep. I think that attraction, that ride is so much better as Guardians than it was as Tower. And I'm a deep Tower of Terror stan. However, ours is Tower of Terror. It, it is su- how it feels like such a completely different attraction is, is kind of beyond me. Now, right. I did see that it is different because it pulls you instead of throwing you down. Did you know that? That's why oh. it does feel different. Um, so Tower pulls you down. They actually reverse it on Mission Breakout where the acceleration is coming when you're pulled up more Ooh, than when you fall down. That's yeah. fun. Yeah. I just had so much fun. The music, the energy. I actually really liked the screens. I wasn't too motion sickness from it, which is my big thing with screens. Me neither. Um, I, I I love that. So we might have a snack over at the labs, meet some characters. Um, eat a little teeny egg. Teeny, little teeny, teeny miniature teeny egg. egg. They have little eggs. Uh, and for uh, and maybe during like a late lunch moment, you and I can go to the winery, have a yes. nice little uh, just well, plate of cheese. I could get you into the magic key holder lounge that's well, there now. A magical key holder. I am magic mm-hmm. key holder. I um and then I was like an arthritic. Like I don't know what I was like, doing there. I'm cool, but I've got arthritis. <laughs> <laughs> I have problems with my joints. Um, I and then typically I'll spend the first two or three hours at the front of the park, and then the rest of the day, y'all. I'm chilling out at Pixar Pier. I am a big Pixar Pier fan. Uh, Incredicoaster, as many times as I'd like. I big, big, big fan of the Incredicoaster. Um, and and if you're by yourself, repeat. single rider Incredicoaster is the way to go. Even with a, if, even if I'm with Jen, no, no single, single rider. rider. It's it's it's. I mean, I I once saw like a nine year old kid. I think I think eight and above. You can do the single rider line. I once yeah. saw a nine year old kid literally ride that ride probably 15 times in the amount of time that we were like waiting, you know what I mean? To get on the attraction. And he was just like booking. Like every time he got up, he's up the stairs again. He's in the elevator. We had a kid at Everest the other day, ride the ride 102 times in five days. See, he needs a CT scan because (laughs) that is concerning. And every single time he'd be like, hey, Liam. And I'm like, row 15, Joseph. Get over. I don't even know if his name is Joseph, but I'm like, head on over. It is now. It is now, bucko. <laughs> um, so, of course, I'm at Pixar Pier. I'm meeting all of the fantastic characters. Wait, wait, I need, I have a clarifying question. Mm-hmm. Are you team swinging gondola or oh. team stationary gondola? Swinging gondola all the way. Jen, no. we're not riding no. together. We're Never. not riding together, buddy. Never. You know why? Because I choose life. I'm not doing the swinging gondola you know ever. That, spe- that special moment where you just let your butthole release that is the moment in the gondola that you mm-hmm. have to just release no. your tension jen no and and the thing is it it's y'all if you don't understand this it's also the longest ride in the history of rides so you already are sure you're going to die it isn't a question and it in doesn't your head, end and it doesn't end it just and like every time you think it's almost over, like it stops and you're like, seriously? And then it goes around one more. I, I no, never. There's this great monologue in Stephen Sondheim's company uh, and Marta says it uh, about like people in New York, you can tell whether or not they're like New Yorkers or not by how stressed their butts look. And it's this fantastic monologue. And it's so true. Like it is so true. And same thing about Disney gondolas. 
same thing. Um, but yeah, so I'm dressed up as Agatha. I'm having the time of my life. We went to the lab. I will hold your leg warmers while you go on the swinging hey, huh? I'm Oh, I'm, if I do an Agatha costume when I'm in Disneyland in September, I'm doing a TikTok that just goes, hey, hon. Just me in different places. Hey, hon. I'm just in different places on Marvel's uh, Avengers campus. Um, yeah, so then I'm working out on Pixar Pier. What I love, it's a blessing and a curse. DCA, you could do it in six hours. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But the animation class in the front of the park, the Monsters Inc. ride, there was so many, like, cute moments. You're never really in a rush. Like, I did the Spider-Man ride, like, the new one the last time we were there. I was like, great. I don't need to ever rope drop that again. It's super cute, but I don't Same. need to do that again. Like, it's Same. cute. but And it's not supposed to be. It's supposed to be the B-rated attraction in the park. The Quinjet ride is supposed to be the big fancy one. Who knows if we'll ever get that. But um, where's that going to go? Thanks, recession. But where's huh? that gonna go? Where's that gonna go? The Quinjet. Yeah. It must be underneath the the stage, like the thing. It must be underneath that. Oh, I bet, because that's a big building, and it doesn't seem to have a purpose. Me. You know, the building where the stage is is just like that's. I bet you that's it. I bet you there's space big, behind there. Big, spaceless, and yeah, that's me. Yeah. Um. So we're there. Um. And y'all. I, I pretty much have to go to Disneyland every day. So yep. like, I will always park up um, and I will always just go back and forth. Um, one thing I've never done at DCA is Grizzly Bear Run, uh, which is their Kali River Rapids. It's, it's, it's River way better Rapids. than, than um, Kali River Rapids. It's, okay, it, no, it is, it is. It has a better, um, it has a, it, it's a lot more immersive. It has more of a story. Um, I didn't even know it had a story. Very beautiful. Like it's incredibly beautiful. Guys, DCA in the morning. Can we talk? Now you will get like, you're okay though. You know why? Because you are staying at the Grand Californian. Great. So So you will just plan to ride it right before you can go take a break. And you could just, because literally, if y'all haven't been there, Grizzly River Run is right here. And the entrance to California or to the Grand Californian is literally like right across the little walkway. So right. you could be back at your room within five minutes if right. you were riding that attraction. And you know what? Another outfit I'd love to create is like an aviator costume. Yeah. That'd be so cute. Like the one from Up. Yeah. I'd no, love that. I agree. Because yeah, be what I love too is that like, what a fun difference between the parks that Soren yep. over there is not an attraction that everyone like goes to but Mm-mm. in disney world it is something people wait for right. versus in disneyland like in dca it's like no you walk on this one yeah um which is just so bad is now that's a big building yeah um so yeah that's how i'm gonna spend my dca day um and then of course i'm gonna end the evening at world of color yeah because i cry like a baby every single day because it's incredible because it's incredible and it's the moment yeah. She is yeah. the moment. So the <laughs> next day I am waking up fresh faced. I am sleeping the frick in. Yep. And I am using my 50% cast coupon from coupon from I my- love that Disney is paying for this trip. Thank you, Joel Smith. And you're using your cast member coupon. That doesn't even make any sense. In my Dooney and Burke Big. <laughs> and we're gonna make all see, uh, episode one references. Dooney and Burke Big. And uh I'm going to Goofy's kitchen. Um, just because like, I know Goofy's Kitchen isn't that great, but boy, a story, that's a good question for you. Do you like Storytellers Cafe or like that that character dining or Goofy's Kitchen better? I know both aren't like amazing, but like. I've never done Goofy's Kitchen and Storytellers used to be amazing. The last time I went there, 
tea. What's wrong? No, no, I'm just looking. Oh, yeah. No, the last time I went there, um, I did not feel it was a good value. Um, They really, really cut back on the buffet offerings. And honest to God, right where I was at the West End, the IHOP was like right there. You would have gotten a better breakfast at IHOP than you did at Storyteller's Cafe. Wow, ruin them, Jen. Bad. It was bad. And honestly, with the prices that they charge, it was um, like all of the things that you expect at a really high-end buffet, none of them were there. Like, it, you know what it felt like? It felt mm. like a residence in buffet that they put out for free. For free. Swear, swear. Wow, Jen, you're, you're ruining them. You're I'm ru- sorry. No one's, I everyone's, just, everyone's not going to book Storyteller's Cafe now. You know that I, I think it's, it's been well established that I don't have a hard time spending money, right? If something is is a delightful experience. Like uh, Blue Bayou is absurdly overpriced, but I would put that in the category of worth the money because the experience is so good. Right. Storytellers, especially the way that it's been where they're basically running, you know, now I know it's probably changed back, but with the char- there is no really character interaction. It's just basically a parade that you watch and the, the, the quality of the food went down drastically from the last time I was there. Weird. And the price, the price went up so but yeah so she's not invited i'm yeah. going to goofy's kitchen to check on my good pal gooby and then i'm just gonna probably go straight to my last night at disneyland have a good old cry fest um and specifically i am gonna go what to the phantasmic dining package yeah of course of course because i have not seen phantasmic at disneyland uh because it only during off seasons it only like i think it only like runs like on the weekends or something like that it has well they have a lot of like firework restrictions because of the city of orange county um if y'all haven't been to disneyland the houses there are houses that are within a quarter mile like they're right up against the park so there's been an agreement made about when they can do fireworks and things and they cannot do it every night of the week it's like not allowed so i'm not sure and fantastic does have some um pyrotechnics Um, yeah so. so um i i i'm just so excited and why not let's put this little trip right in the opening and the re-theme of princess and the frog and splash mountain because i put it out into the universe yesterday that before i leave disney again or do something else or whatever uh, i want to open a new attraction and so i put it out in the universe that i'd either like to open tron or uh, more specifically i want to help tiana reopen you know, too, because they won't change this part of it. You know, the Disneyland splash, you get soaked yeah, to your buckets. skin. I've done it's, it once. It and is I'm not. not doing it again. And, and honestly, you guys, it's so much fun, but it is not like the, that. Also that I don't know how much sharper the angle is, but the drop is much more severe in Disneyland. I mean, it is no like seatbelts. You're just you going go over the it. top of that thing and you're like, this is not the ride I thought I was getting on. It almost has like, it, it's crazy. And, and the level of soaking wet you get, we're talking like through your clothes, through your underwear, like you took a shower. Yeah. yeah you, it's like a bucket. It's literally, yeah. you're, it's a bucket. And I did it once. I will not be doing it again. It's I'm almost okay. like, uh, what's the one at Universal that does that? Um, oh, Ripley, uh, rips off balls. Yes. Or it's, no, it's, are you talking about uh, Popeye's? Popeye's uh, thing. Ball, it's that bars. level of, it's it's basically like a water ride. It's just crazy. It's just crazy. But that's kind of like my, uh, let me double check my notes to make sure I'm not. Are you um, seeing anything? Oh, well, I mean. You, well, no, 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 no. The last night would be either Fantasmic. I would actually, I might move Fantasmic to the first night. 
because- I do World of Color on the last night? No, I'd, so it would go di- uh, Disneyland, Fantasmic, World of Color. The last night would be the Christmas party. I forgot about the Christmas party. Well, when are you doing the Electric Flag Parade? You've got too much to do. Girl, you're telling me. How do they yeah. do Fantasmic and- it, They do though. I mean, it's just fast. Like you can't really do both. Nobody I, does both. You do I, one or the other. I would, if I had to, I, that's the operation brain in me. How? How well, would you what, do that? Well, you just have to. But I mean, you mean as far as from a cast member perspective? Yeah. Well, because so everybody fast. stays where they are, though. So, like, and then there's fireworks right after that. So you have now, if you stay where you are for after Fantasmic, then you can just watch fireworks from where you're sitting. So that's what we do. We just sit down. We always do the dining pa- package. We sit in the designated area. We watch Fantasmic, and then just everybody gets up to leave who has to go drive home or whatever. But if you just stay where you are, you just watch fireworks from there. But that is bananas, but it's a Christmas party night. I'm getting fantastic and the Christmas party. I don't care. Okay. okay. And I want to meet all the couples and I want yep. to meet the Aristocats. Yep. And of that's course. I want to meet Marie and I want to go, you're very cute, Marie. And she's like, yep. I know. Aww. So that's like my dream Disneyland vacation. I pick Disneyland every time. Who knows? Maybe if I go to like Paris. Oh, or- me because that was you know from no, the aristocrats no. and then they do their we little thing i'm going in september i'm going to do a few of those things i think i'm going to oogie boogies okay nice i've never been gone but sounds fun sounds yes. like something i could be into yeah um, no i think you'd be really into oogie boogie because it's the the that is like the um, unusual characters on steroids night is Oogie Boogie. Like you, they pull out. If like- I get to meet Agatha, I know Agatha's not in the social media zeitgeist right now, but, but however, um, y'all, whether it's in our dream scenarios or live here with you and Jan and everybody, happy season one. What? Happy season one. Freaking adventure. Um, I, like I said, I mean, we've given Jen gave, uh, to the human rights comp- campaign earlier in the season. We gave to yes, the Giraffe Foundation, y'all. And as we continue into season two, season two, this fall, um, we it's only going to get bigger and bigger. And we're just so excited and thrilled. But at the heart of everything that we Nothing do- Nothing can stop us now. That's pretty Sorry. good. Yeah. Uh, you're going to hit the tracks, Rich! <laughs> Jen when she gets a little crazy at studios. Um, you, know, you, you guys have heard me tell you this. You have to watch Minnie's face when that happens. What did you say? I said, um, first off, I don't trust anyone who doesn't think Mickey and Minnie's is cute. Yeah. Two, because um, there are people who are like, it's not cute. I'm like, shut yeah. up. Yeah. Um, but Minnie, when Jen lights up like a Christmas tree, when she hears how wretched Minnie's voice gets, Minnie, we're in the tracks, rich. Jen loves it. Like she goes, she turns into a child when she watches it. It's because it is funny. Like, can you hear? Uh, I also love Goofy's. Can you help me with this local uh, local motive? <laughs> and he goes, sounds like a lot of paperwork, Goofy. But okay, thanks. <laughs> it's so it's such a fun fun ride. Anyway, uh, okay. we digress. Um, yes, per per usual. Per usual. Um, we're just excited to get bigger to offer more things to you to get the show just better like Jen the thing about Jen and I is that we won't do anything the same way like we will continue to grow and make mistakes and get better um but thoroughly like it this this show is a thing because of you because you listen because you follow us on Instagram at at 
Unlimited Time Magic. We're doing a live tomorrow at 5 p.m. We put out a little poll to make sure everyone can go because it is Father's Day, but over 82% of you said it's fine. So I'm going to take that as we're okay. I, I think most people do Father's Day stuff like morning, afternoon, like by right. the nighttime, I think. Correct, they're, correct. They're but we will ready. save it. So if you want to uh, listen back, it's probably going to be like an hour, five to six. Yeah. Um, and you won't, we won't go completely silent for the summer. So we will not be doing weekly episodes through the summer as it's our show break. However, we will check in with you guys, whether it's through social media or an odd episode here or there uh, throughout the summer. Isn't every episode odd? <laughs> no. Um, y'all, I'm just so, 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 so thankful for you and all of our friends who tipped on the tip jar. We thank you so much. Coming this fall, we'll not, the tip jar will still be alive. So if you want to continue to give to the show, it would be very lovely because y'all, I am still working on the show aspects through the whole summer it's not like i really get a break we just get a break from doing this well i'm taking a break i just just i jen's not jen fun fact jen has already deleted my number no july you know what i want to take on july as though i am a european you know a lot of people in europe kind of july is just kind of the month to not do a lot that's that's what i'm embracing of course i still have to work but in my mind yeah. So um, we will see you this fall. Before we go, Jen, what was your favorite episode of season two or season one? So I'm, uh, I don't want to say I'm kind of torn. I am too. Between two. two episodes, yeah. both of which we had guests. So both episodes were not with just you and I. I well, I loved our first episode, of course, because it was the first one. I felt like yeah, that was special. Will always be special. You you never have that again, right? That's a very big deal. Um, but I I think as much as I loved the episode with Kelsey and felt like it was so incredibly important, I think our episode with Jen, um, who was our animal keeper, and the way she talked about the animals, kind of the ahas that I had listening to her story, I think that was probably my favorite. Like that that's the one I think. I will go back and listen to again. How about right. you? Right. I completely agree. And that's the episode we got the most emotional on. Yeah. We all cried on that episode. So that was just- Yeah. Fun. And it had been a hard time in the world and things, and we were really raw. And I think it just was the, it was just the right episode at the right time. Uh, mine is going to be the first episode because yeah. genuinely when you experience something with your friend and you work hard, just the two of you in like a room- Right. And suddenly turn around and the first episode comes out and people's, I mean, I think we have something like 5,000 streams on just that first episode. Yeah. And everybody was just so responsive and saying like, this is something that I'm not only willing to put money into, but something that is emotionally affecting me. And we see each and every one of your comments, literally, I think we've responded and read every single comment and message. And we relay that love to you and that respect to you. And we hope to continue to make this a safe space for you to grow, whether it's through your mental health through its, or it's your love of Disney, you are always welcome in our space. Um, and I cannot wait for season two. Same. I want to thank our friends really quick. Julie, Emma, Cindy, Christine, Sarah, Terry, Stephen, Jennifer, Beth Ann, Jamie, and Dawn. Y'all, when when you get back to the podcast, it literally gives me a moment and it gives us the financial means to take time aside and work on the show. So thank you for your support. Get ready for Patreon in the fall because it's going to get nuts. The tip jar will still be alive and well. However, if you want to give more regularly, Patreon is a great way to also get something, get a bang for your buck. 
Um, It's going to be incredible. Y'all have the most amazing summer. Stay safe, treat each other well, and we'll we'll see you on Main Street, I guess. Bye, thanks. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Unlimited Time Magic with Jen and Liam. Don't be afraid to follow us on Instagram at at Unlimited Time Magic, where you can find links to our YouTube channel where we upload every episode where you can see our faces and also to our tip jar. Any bit of money helps to produce better episodes for you guys. So we'll see you next week and we'll see you on Main Street. Bye.